<laughs> all right, so coming up later today, three o'clock over at CenturyLink Field, the match of all matches. Why don't we? We should broadcast this. I, you know, again, I. Why uh, didn't we broadcast this? Have, I, I could have uh, put it on Periscope. Who's on today? Fane's on. No softy, right? Softy's out here, out there with us. <laughs> Somebody taking the day off to play soccer. That's you, all. You know, you know he's off, taking yeah. two weeks off. Yeah, but he's staying home. Well, staycation's nice. I like a staycation. A good staycation kicks ass. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Hey, can I give you an I update? I like to get away. Why? I mean, it's... Yeah, I get that. I hear but you, but yeah. it's just like, I want to get out of town. So, so Softy's going to be there, not doing his show. Fane's yeah. not going to be there. Uh, we have... Uh, so, it's 3 to 4.30 today. So, what we need... We need two callers. We have two callers? Oh, yeah. Tony and Chris are on hold right now. Uh, and we'll get, we'll get to them because it's the KJR staff. Mm-hmm. Versus the KJR listeners. Now, Feltsy, you have the group in front of you. Some of the staff has morphed over into listeners, though, in yeah, an effort to make the teams fair, I think. No, just yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, what about, what's his name? Well, Danny Jackson's a, a technically not an employee of iHeart. So so who's the staff one more time? The staff because team for, is the for, for Tony and Chris, who are on home. Yeah. What's the staff? I <laughs> <laughs> So you had me fill out, filling out right now a trouble ticket for the TV that's apparently broken. So I'm in like three different places yeah, right now. Yeah, you things going on. You're a busy man, Jackson. Everybody gets I it. I know. You asked me to do one thing, then you asked me to do another thing. Which one do you want yeah. me to do? Yeah. All right. The staff team is the following. It's yourself, Puck. <laughs> it's nine or Nate. What? Why are you <laughs> laughing still? He, well, he's been drinking gin most of the oh, morning that to get makes ready. Well, I'm going to drink gin too. after this show. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. All right. Lots of it. Puck, it's going to be Niner Nate, Slickhawk, Shockey, Curtis Crabtree, Dave Softy Mahler, Donald Watts, Wade Weber. I think that's all eight of your team. So perfect. And then the, against the listeners. Now, you're part of the listeners. Yes, I'm going to so be You're the hated rival. Team. You're yes, like exactly. the Timbers over there. Mm-hmm. Right, that's right. <laughs> so, so, so here's the deal. So one, so one of these guys, Tony and Chris, who's first up? Is it... Who uh, was first Tony in? was first in. Tony was first in. So Tony gets the, a choice here. Mm-hmm. Does he want to go with the listeners or does he want to go with the KJR staff? Yeah, right. Here's the thing. Tony, he doesn't. do we know anything about the listeners yet? We don't, actually. So we don't know the six. Do we know if the Danny listeners Jackson are going to show up for, there? For, for all yes. we know, Casey Keller could be yeah. one of the listeners and show <laughs> up and be like, gee, this is real could trouble be. here. Right. You know, we had a, we had an auction item one time for the Cares of Time where we were going to have, and, and Casey didn't want to do it for a variety of reasons, which was fine, because it was a big imposition. But I said, Casey, let's auction off. You are a goalkeeper for somebody's rec right. league game. You don't tell the other team, so they show up to play in a big this match. This is and, why I wanted to know who the listeners were in case we, him. Can, we recognize a name, and it's yeah. like some guy, like, it's more information for, That's for right. our listeners. That's right. All right, so... Uh, one of you, uh, Tony and Chris, you get uh, the uh, Tony will get the first choice. Does he want to go with the staff or the listeners? And uh, and fifty bucks on the line uh, to Zeke's Pizza because it's a uh, it's a Zeke's Pizza Thirsty Thursday, and Thursday. Uh, we've got pizza. And and, uh, we've got pizza. Tony, you got to turn Tony, down your radio. Turn down your radio. There we go. My radio is down. Well, no, we well, just I, heard you we, in the back. We, we can hear it. Hold on a second, hear it. Oh, I got you in my truck. Maybe that's what. Oh, Lordy Morty. <laughs> Some kind of I echo. almost I'll want. I almost want to just go with Chris and Sumner gets the gets there, the first choice. There's a bit of an echo factor there. there was a, there was an echo. He's, he, maybe he's on a Bluetooth. Oh, it could be anything. I don't. I don't know. Phone? He's better now. Do you have a speaker phone? Let's find out. Tony, have you figured it out? Uh, I have figured it out. Sounds yeah, much better. Thank you, Tony. To yeah. Thank you. I know in Bothell it's hard for you guys, Tony. It's sometimes it's, oh, it's challenging. 
It is difficult. It is very difficult. <laughs> it's hard being Tony, isn't it? It is hard it, being it, Tony. That and from being from Buffalo. Yeah, that's okay. All right, Tony. It's you. Uh, you are the first up. You have the very first pick. Do you want nice. to go with the listeners, or do you want to go with the KJR staff? I'm going to go with the staff because I expect to get some beer with this win too, right? No, you just get you're just well, you get fifty bucks to Zeke's Pizza, so you can spend beer if you want. Yeah, how you spend it is up to yeah. you. What am I going to eat? Oh, never mind. Well, you can get pizza and beer. It's, it's Zeke's Pizza. Okay. You're, you're going to get teriyaki from Zeke's Pizza, Tony. There, there you go. <laughs> what happens to people in Bothell, Tony? Is they just immediately get dropped on their head or no? It, it, it happens. Okay. All right, Tony, so you're going with us. Uh, yes, sir. All right, thanks, Tony. Appreciate you uh, dialing us up. So, uh, Chris in Sumner, Chris, you are stuck with the listeners here, Chris, which actually might not be bad because we don't know who the listeners are. They might may be, be actual, great soccer players. Might be players. Yeah. Well, I had it all lined up for KJR United, but uh, I guess I'll take the <laughs> listeners. Um, real quick, Gas, it's been a, a fun three months, and uh, Thank you. Thanks. stay on deck. I, I hope we get you again real soon, real soon. I, I hope so, too. I think we're going to try and make that work. Um, yeah, you know, KJR United, I, I, I liken them to the Globetrotters, and uh, I know I missed the, who, who the referee's going to be, but uh, so that could it's, play. It, it's a friend of Jackson's. That's all we're being friend told. Friend of Jackson who doesn't know anything about soccer. Yeah. So he actually, actually does ref games. So. Yeah. He's, he's, he was uh, allowed to be in the reindeer games. I'll be off with, you know, look pining <laughs> yeah. for Clarice and yeah. going off to the island of misfit toys. The best news is he's blind. <laughs> the, he's, his friend's blind, so this should be great for soccer. Uh, Chris. <laughs> All right, so who is, first of all, who's KJ United? Is that us or the listeners? I don't understand. What do you mean? I, I want, I guess oh, I have to take the listeners, but I want listen. KJR United oh, down, yeah. down deep. And yeah. No one wants the Charlie in the box. Yeah, that's okay. Anyway. Right. Actually, Chris, <laughs> um, Chris, I actually I, I actually prefer your team. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think the listeners are going to kick our ass. Did he just say a Charlie? Well, I hope Donald, I hope Donald Watts plays the part of Meadowlark and it's not, uh, not a bunch of confetti, and it's it's beer inside the bucket, and I hope somebody gets it that, that wants the listeners. But go listeners, what the hell? Chris, there's a, I appreciate it. There's an 85% probability Donald will not show up. But I'm going to tell you that right now. But if he does, he's a game changer. He's, he's a game changer. He's an actual well, athlete yeah, yeah, that will yeah. be out there with this team. Yeah, yeah. so we'll see. No we'll see if he can actually play soccer. So uh, we had Tom and Bothley went mm -hmm. with uh, with the staff, right. and then Chris was like he wanted to go with the staff, but instead he's gone with the listeners. 50 bucks. Uh, to uh, Zeke's Pizza on the line uh, for our uh, for our winner and all, second place, we still give you fine prizes. Sure, you're gonna win twenty five bucks to Jimmy Max, and we'll also give you a gift card to the Other Coast Cafe, a uh, fine sandwich shop here in Seattle with with uh, stores there in Capitol Hill, uh, Ballard, uh, and Queen Anne on this Zeke's Pizza uh, Thursday. Speaking of Zeke's Pizza. Coming in today should be here momentarily, Gas. For your to this, yeah. for your final Zeke's Pizza before you sign off tomorrow. This is important. We're gonna get the Puget Pounder. Nice. Okay, on the Puget yeah. Pounder is, is, is pepperoni, mm -hmm. Canadian bacon. As I recall, it's not all the meat. Italian sausage. There's more uh, mushrooms. Okay, and black olives. Ah, outstanding. This is a perfect good. pizza. For anyone who wants to run around and play soccer later today, yeah, I'll be, I'll be. Dozing. I'm gonna be crop dusting all over that field. That's right. That's <laughs> Get right. near me, Jackson. There you go. Hey, would you? Would you? Uh, yeah, go ahead. And then finally, we're getting to to drink, uh -huh. and we'll bring some of these beers over to CenturyLink Field. The Rubens uh, Crikey IPA. Uh, crikey! Just, crikey IPA. Six point eight percent alcohol content. <laughs> Notes of citrus, tangerine, 
tropical fruit with a little pine in the background. <laughs> the malt backbone provides balance. And, and with a 6.8 alcohol level, a ball-peen hammer to the forehead when you're done. It, uh, and it's 6.8, so about four of those that I'll drink, it, I, I won't feel anything when I check Jackson into the ground and then pile drive him. When, when, you, when you tackle him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should mention this also about Zeke's Pizza. They have a brand new store that just opened this week, the Sammamish store in the Metropolitan Market Complex. Right now, with any takeout order in the mm-hmm. Sammamish store at the Metropolitan Market Complex, free breadsticks. Free nice. breadsticks with any takeout order. Uh, remember, download the Zeke's Pizza app today because not only with your order, your purchase of pizza, they now are delivering Beer, wine, and cider right to your home or your business. $15 minimum. I mean, no other place is offering this right now. Where And you don't even have to order pizza. Yeah, Let's got, say you just want beer. Tony from Bothell, yeah, you can Tony, just order beer. You can just order beer. It's just a $15 minimum. So download the Zeke's Pizza app uh, today. You were saying? I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say I did a, a little medical research during the break. Because remember we were talking about what what is uh, what's Scott's service. He's looking in the mirror. You know what he might be suffering Good. from? He might be suffering. It's, it's, I told you this, imposter syndrome. What the hell is imposter syndrome? It's a psychological pattern in which an individual <laughs> doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. How did we get to this? Well, we started talking about how, you know, that I, I said that there's, it's, there's a thing out there that people think that they're going to be exposed as a fraud. I looked it up and it's imposter syndrome. And I went to another website that gives you 21 <laughs> ways to overcome imposter syndrome. Drink? Well, one, that's one of them. But I found a picture. I'm going to put it on Twitter, and you tell me, okay. Puck. I'm going to tag you in it. You tell me if uh, this photo doesn't really sum up imposter syndrome in the best possible way. If you have this, you are not alone. There are others who have it, including the 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 uh, the picture I put up. You'll see somebody who's suffering from imposter <laughs> syndrome. I mean, that, that guy looks like he has imposter syndrome, doesn't you, he? You know who else has uh, suffered from imposter syndrome? I'm going to guess our next guest. Terry Blunt. Uh-huh. He's a fraud. In fact, yeah. it's not even his name. That's right. I he, bet he has. And I bet yeah. he's had moments where he goes, they're yeah. going to find out I don't know what I'm doing. Real name's Angus Millen. <laughs> He'll join us next. Terry Blunt. This is the game. Ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you live on Seattle's original diehard sports station. Seattle Sports Radio 950. KJR. Now back to Bucket and the Gas Man. I heard this. Uh, I was driving home. Uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, driving home uh, yesterday. Yeah, or a couple days ago. And this guy was. This guy was complaining. He was complaining to Dick Fane about how uh, he had to come in and sit in with Dick Fane while you and me and Ian. We're out over in uh, Suncadia drinking from uh, drinking from the Tito's girls, right? And then right. also eating from the Met and Thirteen Coins. Yeah, Terry Blunt, if that really is your name, Terry, uh, joins us right now here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, he smoking upset, sports huh? with Terry Blunt. Also has a Saturday show, Blunt Sports Talk, uh, every uh, Saturday, eleven to one. He was a little angry that he didn't wasn't invited to the party uh, over at Sunday. Curious, I'm I, I curious. curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely curious. And you, yeah, yeah, you guys have figured me out on the fraud thing. We'll let that slide. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, wow, uh, yeah, we're we're sitting there in the dungy, dusty, dank studio. You guys are out there drinking Tito's and having thirteen coins. Oh, that's great, thirteen yeah. coins. I, oh, oh, and also you forgot to mention the. Uh, 
uh, the sliders, the beef, the the beef sliders from yeah. the Met Grill. Oh man! And we had to oh, talk to man. Russell Wilson and Andre right. Reed, and you know a lot of those Jermaine guys. Curse. Jermaine Curse, yeah, Eddie Diaz. Yeah. I've been I've just been fascinated the last couple of days on Instagram watching uh, Russell Wilson's helicopter posts. Oh my gosh, he's Is like he flying? taking videos oh, that's right. while he's, he's flying a helicopter all over the all Seattle area. That's right, because he's a pilot. Did you know that, Gas? He's I, a helicopter yeah, we pilot. We forgot to ask him that. Among the many interesting things, yeah, I'm not sure I want him up in a helicopter. Yeah, I'm good. It's I don't a little know. scary to watch. He literally flew right over the practice facility. Then he's out somewhere in the Cascades. I don't know where. And uh, I assume he's not the one taking the video. <laughs> well, I'd hope not, Terry. Taking the video. <laughs> I'd but, hope not. Uh, Ten and two. Yeah, this is his new thing. Yeah, Mr. Helicopter Pilot. So, you know he's going to come in on that on for training camp, right? Oh yeah, they're going to put up like oh, a, they're yeah, going to put absolutely. a pad out there, and he's right. going to make his entrance. Yeah, and a training camp to. on a helicopter pad. How about if yeah. Earl? How about if Earl Thomas says, "Look, I'll do a deal, but I want a helicopter." And yeah, they go to Russ. Says, Russ, we need we need your helicopter. He says, "No, I'm not going to give up my helicopter." Does Russ own a helicopter? Or is he leasing one? Uh, I, you know what? I don't think he owns one, but it wouldn't be out of the question that he yeah. owns one now. He, he so certainly maybe could afford it. Maybe he's sampling where to decide which chopper he wants he's to buy. He's got money. So. He's got helicopter money. I don't know. You're going to ask me what's helicopter money. I don't know how much they cost. I have no idea. I think he's got helicopter. Is there money. something you could do that would irritate your neighbors more than putting a helipad in your backyard and getting a <laughs> helicopter and just coming and going whenever the hell you want it? Like, I'm going to go to the store. Yeah. I, I'm going to fire up the chopper no, and fly I'll, down I'll to the Albertsons. I'll, I'll tell you one, Terry, like my neighbor at 8.15 this morning <laughs> that decided down the yeah. down the road of my alley Decided at eight fifteen in the morning was a good time to trim the trees with a lo- with a uh, chainsaw. <laughs> at eight fifteen oh, in the morning, like I why mean, come not? on! At what like it, I don't know what the time is. I generally feel like after nine thirty, you can start doing stuff like that. But that's just me. Yeah, so yeah. Our, our lawn guys start about seven thirty, and to me, oh. that's just you know nothing before nine a.m. should ever happen yeah, that makes that kind of noise. Yeah, but they got work to do. I, I we were getting a, a big back patio put on our house years ago, and we told the contractor, "Look, you can't start before like seven in the morning." You can't I mean, be jackhammering at six forty-five, five thirty <laughs> in the morning. There's a truck from Canada Come delivering on. some stuff, and the guy's out there. He's making so much noise. I I came down and said, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "Well, I'm delivering the stuff." I said, "You're not supposed to start." He goes, five thirty in the morning." He looks his watch he goes dude it's quarter of six <laughs> i think, I think oh, nine well, is the time then. i think nine <laughs> o'clock i don't know those guys got to make a living man you can't take two hours away from this time of year the time is money man they gotta they gotta be able to get I'll pay extra well, i mean it's, it's daylight till 10 o'clock i mean yeah <laughs> so do you want them out there at 10 i'd rather have them out there at seven sure. yeah i'd rather have them out there at 10 at 10 at night. <laughs> sure. When you're out there having your eighth gin and tonic at night trying to relax well, then, a little bit. Yeah. That's it. Then you don't care. I mean, after after you've, after you've barbecued and had six beers, who cares if they're out there or not? Hey, hey uh, Terry, we, I stumbled across this uh, this article, and uh, and I had uh, gas pull it up because it's from The Athletic, Richard Deitch, and I saw our good friend Ian Furness retweet this. And it's uh, about the World Cup. It's about soccer. And the, he and Deitch has got the uh, TV ratings for uh, viewership across the entire country. And I guess I was a little surprised, and I think he was too, that so D.C., Miami, and Austin are the top three cities. Portland and Seattle, which most people consider Portland and Seattle as one of the hotbeds of soccer fans and the culture in the entire country. Now, Portland comes in at number 31 and Seattle at number 36. Now, I know what the obvious... A reply yeah, to this can, would be the right, West Coast view, West Coast viewership because of the time of the games. But gas, what 
what are the other West Coast cities? Where's San Francisco on? San Francisco's this? fourth uh, with uh, a 2.4, a pretty healthy number there. San Diego is uh, is uh, seventh. Okay. Los Angeles well, I can, is ninth. I can answer that. Yeah. I, I can answer that. So what, what, why do you think it's all the way down? Well, part of it is that for those cities being higher than, than where Portland and Seattle are, is they have so much larger of a Latino uh, audience. And that's really big. I mean, that's why Austin's up so high. That's, there's no question about that. That's, uh, the, if, you have, if you have a demographic that's higher in Latinos and Hispanics, you're probably going to have higher ratings on that uh, for that event. So I think that's part of the reason that it's lower here. And, you know, it certainly doesn't help that there's not a U.S. team. But these are all we're all talking about all U.S. cities here. Yeah. Higher Latino demographic probably have a chance of having higher ratings. Where, where's Denver, Gas? Denver is uh, in Colorado. It's a city there. Uh, three, hang on. It's, it's like a 20th. It's like, yeah. Do you like that, Terry? Yeah. Thanks well, no, because I'm just – it's I was, 20th, I, I yeah. was curious with it because their their Latino population well, is is I mean it's very large it's certainly much larger uh, than Seattle but in terms of their their population of, of people there Latinos are it's massive I was just curious how that would compare to Seattle I'm before. surprised the Seattle number isn't a little bit higher I'll be honest yeah, I, I am too. definitely I surprised it it's higher not, than that yeah, yeah I would think it would and, be a little and you're higher. right I mean you know you gotta you gotta be up at 7 a.m. with the guys cutting the lawn so you know yeah. that's part of it. No question. Or, or five a.m. Uh, a lot of the matches were at five a.m. Yeah, but you get two of the you know two of the three are yeah. what's what's the the first one's at five, the second one was at eight, and the third one was at eleven. Yeah, usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, and of course, a lot of these are you know in the middle, you know, at Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, that's also, but that's the same in every city, so it shouldn't make any difference. I'm a little surprised it's not higher here. Uh, that's for sure because. This city is just absolutely soccer nuts, as we know from the crowds they get at CenturyLink for for a Sounders game. So it's a little surprising that it's not higher, but all in all, I, I would think the ratings all in all would be pretty good. I don't know. I don't know if that, that story talked about that, but I would think they've been pretty good because the games have been unbelievably exciting and surprising. Yeah. You know, surprising losers like Germany and, and that kind of stuff. So. You know, it's been fun to watch. It's been fun for me to watch, and I, you know, I don't know a lot about it, but I sure I enjoyed watching it. It'll be interesting to see when we can crunch all the numbers at the end, because obviously, not having the U.S. will be a factor. But I think a lot of people dismiss it, like, yeah, that's bad, but it's such a huge world event, and there's so many fans of the sport now, and it it really is fun to watch. It's soccer played at the very top level. Uh, but uh, we'll know you know when it's over, and we can kind of look at the whole thing in total because this is just a, a snapshot of of through Wednesday of this week. So I mean, some of these numbers could change. But anyway, it does surprise me a little bit that they're that they're not higher in Seattle and in Portland uh, as well. You know, which yeah. we consider such hotbeds of the yeah. sport here. Uh, but um, and and you know, to your point, you can make numbers do anything you want, as you know, Terry. But Phoenix is way down at the bottom. So you're not, you're not going to see that. You know, that wouldn't seem to make sense, yeah. right? That, that doesn't add up to your theory, which I think is a good one. Right. That hey, if you have if you have a huge Hispanic population, especially with Mexico playing well, and although they got whacked today, but uh, um, you know that that would seem to to, to play into it. It's it's uh, I don't know. It will obviously yeah. know more when it's over. And we can look at the whole numbers. And I think it will get better now that they're in the knockout round, where you know now it's one and done kind of thing. So uh, I think there's so many groups and so many different teams playing. It's hard to keep up with. Okay, who's done what and who's in, who's going to be out. Now it's, you know, now we're past all that. So, you know, I think it'll go up now probably. 
All right, the, uh, are you guys scared there down there in Houston? You guys are playing great baseball. You got you got the uh, game winning walk off <laughs> home run yesterday. I mean, you guys are playing great, but you can't pull away there, Terry, because the red hot Los Marineros are right on your ass, and we're going to catch you and over and, and take I you love over. It. I I absolutely love it. It's I've but, but but I have I have a solution to the Mariners' possible playoff situation that seems a little unfair at this point. I do have a solution, and that is. Since we're at the halfway point, just go ahead and give the Mariners a free pass into to swap into the National League right now. Yeah. That that would be one thing that could solve it. Or number two, have the ten teams that make the playoffs be seeded by their record. There you go. Then the Mariners don't have to play one and done game. Mm. So that would be a lot more fair because they have a better record than every team in the National League. But it's not gonna happen that way. Will they catch the Astros? You know what? I don't. I, I said this to Dick just the other day on the show. I don't think it's out of the question that they can catch the Astros. Yeah. The Astros also have bullpen issues, and I think it's going to come down to who does the best at the end of July here and bringing other people in. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But the Astros bullpen has had some bad days too, and uh, it's going to come down to who you get in the, before the trade deadline that's going to help your staff because in these days in baseball, it's all about the bullpen. It's all about, especially those guys that can get you to the to the ninth inning, especially for the Mariners who have the best closer in baseball right now. Who can get you there consistently? And that's going to be the difference, I think, down the road. Being a proud uh, Houstonian, what are you willing to give up when we catch you there, Terry? Huh? What are you willing to part with there? What you want, want to shave to something with? in the side of your hair like uh, like Scott that Service? I, that I don't. I, I have to. I have to wean myself from going to Jack's Barbecue for for two months or something like that. No, that's so, not. No, 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 no. We need that's something hard. humiliating. That is rough. Terry, come on. <laughs> that's really rough. That's the only place I can get real Texas Q. <laughs> so Q, I see. Yeah, yeah. that's I the know, You know, yeah, I'm I'm willing to shave an Edwin Diaz Z into my head if it comes down to that. I guess <laughs> I'd love to see that. If, if the M's win the West, you'll shave an Edwin Diaz Z into your head. I will do that. I'm All right, that. look at yeah. that. You got that on tape. I feel like I'm getting some work yeah. done here right at the very end. Yeah. Makes job, me feel yeah. good. Scott, Scott Service and I can do it together. So mm-hmm. hey, is there, there one? Go. Is there one small concern? And I got it. Edwin Diaz has been unbelievable. So he picked up his 30th save. That breaks the record, breaks it from Cosman. Now just let's keep yeah. Eddie D away from stairs and suitcases. So he breaks the first <laughs> half record for saves. Is there any worry? It's not what he's on pace now, right? About 60? Yeah. Is there a worry yeah. that they're using him too much? I mean, and again, you got to use him, obviously, in these one-run games. They're playing so many close games yeah. that they're using him. I guess the only small worry I would have, it would be nice in the second half of these final 81 games. If they won a few more games with a more comfortable yep. margin, so they didn't have to use them as much, mixing a I six to two once goal, in a while. Yeah, I mean, I think the goal originally when they brought Colome in is that occasionally he could be the closer. Well, now he struggled mess. in the eighth inning, <laughs> and that doesn't look so good right now. Yeah. I think that was the goal that occasionally they could give Eddie a night off, you know, and not have to overuse him. But you would think these one-one games would balance out over the course of the season. I mean, I don't. They just can't continue to just play one-run games all the time. You'd think there'd be some games where they're either way ahead or way behind, and he's going to catch a break here. But I think Scott Service has already talked about that. He's already thought about that, and he's going to do whatever he can to make sure Eddie's healthy and fresh at the end. Right now, you know, it's it's tough. That would be the worst-case scenario for them, for him to get hurt in any way. That That's the one thing – 
they absolutely can't have happen is for for Diaz to get hurt. So I think uh, I think Scott's a really bright guy, and he's going to figure that out, and he'll give him the rest he needs. And if that means uh, occasionally you have a lead in the ninth inning and you don't use him, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that if they feel like that's what they need to do to get him to the end, especially now that they're seven games up in the wild card race. So, you know, well, we'll see how it goes down the stretch, but I think they'll use him wisely. I, I think they will too, and obviously an injury is an injury, but in terms of like overusing him, the guy's 23 or whatever, I don't think that's as much of a concern to me. I mean, I guess the more you use him, I don't know, does the does the percentage that he might get hurt go up I'm, or, or he gets tired? I mean, I, I, I think, I mean, these guys are young, strong, prime-of-their-life athletes. I think he'll be okay. But, you know, an injury can happen anytime, and you're right. So, it, it Maybe not so much about an injury. Uh-huh. But, just I mean, I, wearing ju- down. Just a wear, we, yeah. just yeah, fatigue. Just, just fatigue. I mean, right. it's not so much yeah. about innings and, like, how many pitches he, he's thrown. It's they always they always talk about, like when we had uh, uh, DeLunis on the other day, the, the bullpen coach, we could have asked him this about, or even Stottlemyre, it's the high-leverage situations that, that they usually talk about that with starting pitching. But, you know, he's in a high-leverage situation almost every time he comes in because he's closing out a game. Just wondering well, if, if the mental and physical t- fatigue catches up to him yeah. as the season wears on. Yeah, and the other thing, the more times you're out there, the more chances there are that something else happens to you, like that Angels pitcher last night. Oh, that was gruesome. I don't know if people saw that or not, where he broke his leg trying to cover home plate. And you know, basically, did a Joe Theismann kind of break. Oh, it was it was awful. That. Yeah, I don't need to see so, that. So yeah, but that's it. The more times you're out there, the more chances there are that you're you're hit by a line drive or, or something like that happens. So yeah, you have to be careful. Uh, don't wear him out. You know, I, like I say, he's got a great arm. That's probably not a problem. But just don't get to the point where he's not as effective. And I think they'll play that smart. I really do. I, I just don't foresee that happening. And. And I think he's well on his way to uh, getting those 50 saves and at least making Scott get the Z in his head if I don't do it. Mm. And and to, to be sure, the save thing is for Scott. But for you, all they have to do is win the AL West. Yeah. It gives us all an extra reason to root for the Mariners except <laughs> yeah. for you, Terry. You anti-Mariner you guy, you. I, that, that, that is not me, by the way, but I will <laughs> do that if that happens. So I love it. I love that it's a great race. It makes it so much more fun. That I, you know, that they're in the hunt for the division title. This isn't any more just about getting a playoff spot. This is about right. can we catch the Astros? And I can't wait for those thirteen games that they have against each other. Yeah. This is going to be so much fun. They're going to be more meaningful than they've been in a long time when they face the Astros this time. It's going to be a completely different feel to it. And that's a great point with a three and a half game margin right now. I mean, just you, you just got to stay in contact. And again, it's three and a half games. The M's and the M's have played now. They've they've warmed up a little thanks to getting into Baltimore. But the Astros have been crazy good the last three weeks. And they're still just three and a half games up on the M's, so the M's can feel good about that. Keep it close. You still got a lot of games left with them. I mean, yeah, you, and, you're, you're going to have to earn it. Whoever wins it will earn it. But with that many games and, left, and the Astros' schedule is going to get a lot tougher when the Mariners' schedule is going to get a little easier. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a factor too going down the stretch. I'm just looking at quickly. They have 13 games, I believe, remaining. Yeah, I think left against against, each other. against Houston, and then the final series will be uh, in Houston, September seventeenth. There uh, through the nineteenth. All right, what do you got coming up? What do you got cooking on Saturday? You know, we uh, got for a Blunt really Sports cool Talk. Thing. Really cool thing coming up this Saturday. So well, let us decide, Terry, with... if it's cool. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, well, okay, I'll let you decide. So this is great for Mariners fans. Truly, this is the Tom's Trading Cards Company is doing this thing called Thirty Teams in Thirty Weeks, and they're announcing the best players for each team at each position. 
one week at a time. And the Mariners is coming up, the the release of the Mariners, top players in each position for tops. Beck, they're teaming with Beckett Media to do this. And their announcement is July 2nd. However, we are going to get an exclusive on Saturday, and it will be announced during my show. Mike Payne, the baseball editor for Beckett, is going to be on and going to announce the top players in each position for the Mariners that was voted on in this deal that Topps Trading Cards did with Beckett. And not only that, along with that player, they're going to release and announce the top card that player ever had. So I think it'll be fun. They'll announce each Mariner position on Saturday. It actually comes out officially on the 2nd, but they're going to let us announce it on the show on Saturday, so I think it'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds great. That'll be, I can see Puck speculating yeah, right I'm now. Puck's right over there now. writing down his choices. <laughs> uh, for for all of them, and who's center field's going to be tough to me. I don't I know who they're the going to do center field. Yeah, any clue yeah, as to who center field's going to go to? Yeah, that that one. You know, that's up for grabs. Obviously, okay. That's is Edgar a third up, baseman you know? or a DH? Uh, well, I'm sure that'll be Chone Figgins, right at third base. So yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I guess you'd have to think Edgar is a DH. He was yeah, not okay. as bad all a third right. baseman as everybody wants to make him out to be. He was actually better than people think in the field. I'm going to go Edgar DH, but he's a DH. Yeah, yeah. would be the third yeah. That baseman. would seem like the obvious choice, wouldn't it? So. Yeah. Some of them are tough, though. You know, some of them are not as not obvious. Obvious, you know, like center field with Grippy is obvious and that kind of thing. And well, A Rod's obvious, but some of them are not. Well, so so all right. Well, I'm doing this right now. So A Rod shortstop, Edgar's your DH, uh, Griffey's in center, E Charles in right field. For, uh, Mr. Mariner's at first base. Mm-hmm. Second baseman Cano. I think probably yeah, I don't, Cano. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All right, probably. So, so who's third? Yeah. Who's third That's base? What I mean. See, it's, it's and left maybe. field. We've never had a damn left fielder in the history of the studio. Denard Span. Denard Span? That's who you're going to go with? <laughs> Can't be in a Denard Span, can it? I mean, because left, field, no, left field's been like the Sonic center. Yeah. He wasn't even a Mariner, so yeah. yeah. yeah that'll be fun. That'll be interesting to see what they come up with. There's a few that'll be fun. And then they'll do a thing where they'll put online the Let's card that that yeah. player was the most popular card and the most yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the most popular or the one that costs the most. Mm-hmm. So I guess they have the same thing, obviously. So they're going to put that card up for whoever was voted in for that position. And, the, and uh, they're doing one team every week. The Mariners are this week, but we get the exclusive on Saturday. So uh, that should be fun for people to guess on. I mean, I guess we'd have to go Seeger. I think it's Seeger. Right? Yeah. Or Bell? I mean, the third base, see, third base and left field have never been right, a great spot. Let, yeah. let me add in here. I'm not sure. This may be true. I don't know, actually. I'm no, not sure just... current players are eligible, but no, maybe they are. Okay. I don't know. What do we do? How about we yeah. do this? Wait a minute, guys. I've got to figure it out. Best too. Best starting pitcher. Yeah. Best uh, closer. That's all in it, too. Well, okay. So, best closer. Is we can't use current? I'm not sure. You're not sure. I don't think so. I don't think so, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I've got an idea for so. third base, though, while we're thinking about this. Why don't we just, okay. just as the final insult, we move A-Rod over to third, even though he never played there, and we let little O be the shortstop. And I said, sorry, A-Rod, you, this is where you have to go. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Because he, he was like, whatever i got to do to help the team. See, I would probably right. put Beltre at third. But he's Beltre's here not, for such a short time. He was here for five years, yeah. wasn't he, or four? Yeah, I know, but it's like, and that's like yeah. the darkest decade. Yeah, I mean, well, but wasn't his some fault. of that. The guys who didn't play you know, their whole career here and all that. Like, there's going to be Randy Johnson, for example. There's going to be some of that. So, uh, and there's going to be some guys that get voted to more than one team, yeah. like Randy, for example. So, yeah, who's, the, who's the pitcher? Is it, is it obvious that it's Randy for you? 
for you, gas well, would be obviously Randy. There's, I think they're naming a. Uh, they may name a right-handed starter, a left-handed starter. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, in the bag for Randy. It would have to be. He'd have to be a part well, of this. Of course, no doubt. Yeah, uh, of course. So, and uh, and then I a mean, closer. So yeah, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I think it'll be cool for people can speculate between now and then, and and we'll uh, announce all the winners on Saturday. How about Jim Presley? I just thought forgot about Jim Presley at third base. I would say right hander would yeah would Felix, and then I'd say lefty would be obviously would be uh would be Randy. That's not a bad one two punch. No, if if anybody that. wants to argue Moyer, I'd listen to you argue Moyer too because Jamie had a sure. uh, he had a nice long run of success here. All right, well, so that you're you're doing that uh, on Saturday. What time again will you be unveiling that? One more. Time. We'll be unveiling that. I believe we're going to do that at noon. Okay. Right. We'll do that at noon. And then I'm going to be on uh, with Dick tomorrow from Jimmy's. So, okay. Uh, that should be fun. Perfect. All right, okay. Terry, we appreciate it. Uh, we hope that the Mariners can catch uh, the Astros, so you have to shave uh, a Z in the side of your head, okay? Uh, I will I will have my razor prepared. All right. Blunt Sports Stock is coming up on Saturday, 11 to 1. Very cool thing they're doing there uh, with the uh, Mariners. Uh Let's see. Uh, God, I am now – I'm just – left field and third base is all I can think about right yeah. now. Yeah. Philip Brad, Phil Bradley, God, uh, left field has just been—it's unbelievable. One, maybe the worst position in all of sport yeah. in this town. Over over the years, they right? just can't find anybody. God, I got to think about that. We got to think about that. Text in, text in some thoughts at four nine four five one. Who would be the the all time third baseman and left fielder? I think we catcher? filled out everyone. Who's the catcher? Oh, the Wilson. 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 Yeah, it's got to be Wilson yeah. or Olivo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't decide if it's Dan Wilson or Miguel Olivo. K- Kenji Jojima, Jojima, <laughs> Pat Borders, some greats. Text him in right because I think we've we've solved everything else. Yeah, left fielder, third base, I think is open uh, for debate. Text him in four nine four five one. Death drive today. Live in Seattle sports. And the greatest fans in the world. On Seattle's original diehard sports station. Sports Radio 950 KJR. Now back to Bucket and the Gas Man. So we're doing this little exercise that uh, that Terry Blunt, if that is his real name, uh, uh, he's going to be doing on Saturday uh-huh. on Blunt Sports Talk. Right here on 950 KJR 11 to 1. Tops is, is releasing, um, is doing this thing, the best players at each position. Uh, for all the teams in baseball. Yeah, nice little gimmicky thing. Yeah, it's great. Classic get people talking during the middle of the summer type idea. Great I'm idea. Pretty sure that it it can't have current players. Yeah, that, that's a that's a big you know that, Terry, that's a big thing you need to know. If I may say so. Well that yeah. When but, you're on on Saturday, you'd better know. That cuz that, that that can change some things, yeah. right? So what we've been so I just so I've been mulling this over. So I I think I've come up with. So we think we have every every, every position? position but two. Yeah. So let me go through it. I mean, uh, and this may be this is open for debate. Sure, it all is. Yeah. Start with uh, let's start with the catcher, mm-hmm. the leader of your team. Yeah. I mean, Dan Wilson. To right? me, I think it's Dan Wilson. There There's not be, even a close. second. I, I don't know if there? there is a close second with with catching. I mean, I don't know. Olivo is there. Stop um, it. <laughs> Valley, uh-huh. the Belton backstop. They did have a, uh, you know, the Triangle did have drink specials for Valley yeah. for his batting average. Yeah, a lot of that places awesome. did, yeah. Um, Olivo, Jojima, Ben Davis. Got to throw Ben Davis in there. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, God, remember Boy. this. Remember this. Uh, Furnace and I laugh about this all the time. Remember when they couldn't part ways with uh, Adam Moore and uh, and uh, and Johnson? The hell was his first name? Who was the? Who was I, the, I, I don't I, know. Who was the first? Rob jo- Rob Johnson. Oh yeah, we're, they yeah, couldn't yeah. part ways with Adam Moore or Rob Johnson because yeah. these guys were the catchers of the future, right? And they wouldn't trade them. They refused to trade either of them. Uh, so the, God, that catching situation terrible. I mean, but Wilson's it, the best one. What's interesting is is that there were there were two, and I may, I may be forgetting some. There were two guys who had long runs here. Who when they left, it took the Mariners forever to find anything even reasonable as a replacement. One is Dan Wilson, and the other is Edgar. It took him forever to find. I mean, you, yeah. you know, and maybe by comparison, you're never going to find a DH as good as Edgar. But they just you know they burned through guy after guy after guy trying to find somebody to play that position. Okay, so all right, and I think this is it cannot be current players. So keep this in mind. All right. So first base, Alvin Davis. Yeah, I mean Tito wasn't here long enough. He sure was. Uh, he sure was a bright spot. Or T- He's Tino, Mr. Mariner. Yeah, yeah, C- yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alvin Davis, Senior Marinero. So second base, since we can't use a current player, we can't use Cano. Well, he technically isn't a current player, but I don't sure. Yeah. So now I don't know. Harold Reynolds or Brett Boone. Well, listen, there was another All Star that needs to be on this list, and that's uh, Jose Lopez. Oh yeah, Jose Lopez, which Bucky Bucky was best friends with Jose Lopez <laughs> in the years that we would do the post game show, would never give Jose Lopez the goat. Yeah. I don't care if, if Jose Lopez could have seventeen <laughs> errors in the game and it was obvious to everybody. Hey, Lo- Lopez, what do you think? Goat I just can't do it. Can't, can't do it. I don't know. He he had a he had a great bunt in the fifth, so you know. So it's Reynolds or Boone. Reynolds or Boone. And I mean, you know, you could say what you want about Boone and if you think he was artificially pumped up or whatever, that was a Pretty spectacular, but it was only, I should say only, but what, about four years, five years there? Reynolds was here a little longer, but Boone was more dramatic, more spectacular. That year, 2001, he hit 331. He scored 118 runs. He hit 37 home runs. He drove in 141 RBIs. RBI, get it right. His OPS was 950. I guess we're stuck with the Boone. Yeah, I mean, I think. I, if you I, can't use a current player. Right, right, and Harold was great, but. All right. Uh, shortstop A Rod. Yeah, I think I guess, I mean again, I I I've got a soft spot in my heart for Little O. I wish they'd been able to keep him, but but yeah. Uh, third base. So Seager's out. Can't use Seager. Edgar is is the DH. Right. Played the majority of his career at designated hitter. Mm-hmm. So third base. I mean, I guess I'm going Beltre. But can you put Beltre there because he is still an active player? Is my question. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. yeah, son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> David Bell. God, that's right. We can't use active players. Then David Bell. Is it David yeah. Bell. David Flippin' Bell. That, I, that's all I can think of. Can you think of one better than David Bell? If you can't use, if you can't use a uh, a current player, Jeff Cirillo. Jeff Cirillo, <laughs> you know he was there at the celebrity golf event. We never saw him. Before. We didn't see him. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted to. We should have put him on. Yeah, uh, so yeah Cirillo, uh, not Cirillo. I, I guess it's David Bell. All right. So center field's Griffey, right field's Ichiro, and then people are texting in. It should be Buner in left field. He played like 15 games in his entire career in left field. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, right, right. I mean, you, you need a left fielder to play left Raul field. Abanez. Raul Abanez. Raul. The one I, got, I came up with. He played a majority of games there. Yeah. 
I guess it's Raul. And Raul, and it wasn't all with the Mariners, obviously. Raul's numbers sneak up on you quite a bit in terms of what he did in his career. He had a pretty remarkable career when you had everything in. I just looked it up. If you give me one second, I can pull it right back for you there in a Mm -hmm. split. So Raul Abanez played. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Where is it at? He played, well, a ton of games in left field. You're right. He didn't obviously play uh, a ton of... um, he didn't uh, play all his for, career with the M's. Well, obviously, yeah. But he was here long enough. Yeah, he how had, long was he here for? He was here for nine, 11 years. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's Raul. 11 years, he had 279. He's on base percentage with 341. Ended up hitting 156 home runs. So I would go with Raul Labanez. And then closer, because we can't use Fast Eddie. Yeah. Cosman? I'm going to go Kazuhiro. Yeah, Cosman. He had four pretty damn good years yeah. there, and he was he was lights out for about three and a half of them. And according to Terry, you take a you take two starters, a lefty and a righty. Felix and, and, and the great Randini for me. I'm going Freddie Garcia and Jaime Moye. Yeah, I, I hate I hate to not pick Jamie, who I like a lot, but hey, by the way, Raul no, Ibanez, go big feature on Raul in the Mariner magazine right. that you can pick up tomorrow when you go out to watch him kick the crap out of the Royals. Actually, I'm going to go with uh, my right-hander is going to be Gilmesh. Yeah. My lefty is going to be Travis Blackley. <laughs> that was another one. Another can't, can't trade Travis Blackley because yep. he's a can't-miss prospect, along with Rob Johnson and Adam Moore. Can't move those guys. They're can't-miss prospects. Uh, all right, uh, lunch with listeners. Recap the uh, top stories of the day. Also, 1220, uh, former Sounders players Danny Jackson and Wade Weber will join the program as uh, it is uh, our final event for the KJR Cares-a-thon. The KJR staff against KJR listeners, World Cup at the pitch, CenturyLink.